Hello and welcome to All in the Addicted Gamblers podcast. My name is Brian and we're doing another meeting tonight. And we have Brad and Jeff and Shane and Brian and Matt and myself. And, uh, you know, I was just, I think it was that email, Jeff, that kind of got to me a little where I was like, maybe let's change it up. I got an email and somebody said, and he, I'm not going to say his name. He's very nice. We, we emailed back and forth after, but he basically said, you guys all talk about the same stuff. And I was kind of like, yeah, it's recovery. I, I don't know where to go. There's not a lot of, we're talking about how we felt during gambling. Then I emailed him and there was more to it and he was just having a day. And so uh, we still have an email going. So he was very nice. I'm just so impressed just the way you, re- Brian, I'm impressed the way you responded. It was, I, I thought it was No, I mean, like fun. you didn't, you know, I mean, the subject line was what, like uh, enough already? I mean, yeah. when you get an email that says enough already. And- enough already. And, and, and you can imagine thing. the body of it when it, you know, is, is used as a review. Yeah. But I just thought maybe he was having a day. And so I just responded in a, I thought a pleasant very way. Good. He responded back very pleasantly. So that's recovery working right there. It, yeah. it, honestly, that's what I thought. I was like, boy, the old me would have been like, well, it'd tell you where you can shove this. Uh, <laughs> but no, like, why? Why would I want to then create anger in somebody else? I just don't want to do that anymore. Which kind of led to the topic tonight, which is just joy. I just want to know what other people do to bring themselves happiness and joy. And even if it's a stupid thing, like I was going to say about a YouTube video that I watch and I'm like, this is fun. Uh, Even if it's that, even if you can get a little bit of happiness, joy out of it, I just want to know. I want to know what other people do. And I know we kind of did something similar a few weeks back, uh, but I, I, you know, just thought it'd be fun to talk about a positive subject. But also, if you have anything else that has to do with gambling, you're always welcome to uh, talk about it. So if anybody would like to go first, also, I, I don't see this as necessarily you can't talk and discuss if you want. If nobody wants to go first on Joy and share their thoughts, I will uh, just share a few that I have. I was thinking of a few things. I, um, music, music is always a, a big one. And specifically, I like to listen to movie scores. And ones where the music builds. And even some movie scores from ridiculous movies. Like, for instance, The Rock, Nicolas Cage movie from way back when. There's a song at the end where he's holding out the green smoke and he's waving his arms. And it builds and it builds and it just fills you with, like, inspiration, joy. It's exciting and it, it's really nice. And I know it's um, – I'm a big movie score geek. I, I, I find a lot of the music that I listen to is from a movie. Um, also, uh, classical music that builds and bangs and lots of different instruments, uh, big bands. I find really pleasant just when people are having a good time and, and, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats. Have you guys heard of that at all? He's, I mean, he's got, I don't know, nine instruments in that band and the songs are great. And it's just a lot of excitement on the stage. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's dancing with their instrument minus the drummer, but it's, uh, it's just fun music. And then the other one that I realized the other day, uh, Glenn Hansard, who's the Irish singer, at the end of some of his shows, he'll do this song called The Old Triangle. And it's this, uh, I guess it's about an Irishman who was in prison for reasons and uh, wrote this song about missing a woman. But at the, so each person who sings, and there's like, I don't know, eight or nine verses, they sing a verse, but then the whole band is up there and they're all singing arm in arm together. And it's just this nice feeling of togetherness. And that's what made me realize I enjoy the group positivity thought. It really, 
makes me happy when, you know, you're in a group of people and you all have the same goal and you're all building to that goal, but you all have that same enthusiasm into it. It's, it's hard when you have to pull people along and, and drag people along, whatever you're doing. But when you all have that same group thought of positive, we all have the same goal, let's do it together. It's a really nice feeling. And it reminded me of um, back when I was gambling, there would be, I, I had this job that I worked at for over 10 years. Um, and we'd all get on each other's nerves because we were all there for a long time. But there were days where we had to get some of these units out the door and there was only a small group of us. It was a production line and there would be days where, you know, four or five of us would stay the extra five hours in the day, work the overtime to get it done and we didn't have to, it's overtime, but we all sort of got that, like, let's do this. Let's, let's get it done. We can get the month done on time. We can get it. And it's always a nice thought. I like working together. It's, um, and I, I like it more and more, especially doing these and I'm realizing like there's, too much heavy lifting to do alone. It's nice to have other people around that we can talk to. And that's sort of, you know, with the private meetings, with these, this is great. I really enjoy everybody. And it makes me happy thinking about people together, having a good time. And especially right now, when everything in the world seems a little dark, uh, whether that's from smoke in the sky or other reasons, uh, it's just, it's nice to have a little positivity and I really enjoy it. But I brought up the subject because I was just like, what, what do other people do? I mean, I mentioned movie scores. Mine was pretty silly, but I really enjoy them. It's nice. Uh, it puts me in a good frame of thought. So uh, if anybody wants to go next, they can. If they want to talk about anything else, you're more than welcome to. This isn't required. But uh, please do. If nobody volunteers, I'm going to pick somebody. Oh, man. Well, then I guess we'll go with Danielle since she was late. Oh, busted. Oh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Hi guys, my name is Danielle H. Compulsive Gambler. Last just face just went like. Did you just say H. Compulsive Gambler? H. Yeah. Oh. H oh yeah, that's what I thought you said. I thought you said age Compulsive Gambler. I said, yeah. wow, this is an interesting way to introduce yourself at a at a meeting. The other reason, Danielle, is because you were excited in the in the group chat. You went, ooh, good topic. So it is a good topic. Want to hear what it you had to say? Topic. All right. So my name is Danielle Compulsive Campbell, who last bet July 31st of 2018. Um, I joy, what brings me joy? Um, now it's the little things that I didn't really think about before. Um, I was hanging out with my grandparents tonight, which we do every Wednesday night. And um, with the masks right now, my pop-up doesn't always know how to put his on. And he's going to be 90 in three days. And he's still pretty with it, actually. He still knows who we are, and he walks on the boardwalk and everything. And he put his mask on, and he put it over his eyes first, and it was just covering the whole face. And uh, I just started cracking up, and that makes me happy. Um, the little things. Um, I get happy when I see my dog. He's right over here hanging out on the bed. And he just makes me smile because... He just loves me no matter what. Plus, he still tries to kiss me with the mask on. So, like, the only dog that doesn't understand a mask is blocking my face. Um, Brian, you mentioned music. And so I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Um, I grew up listening to Springsteen uh, before I was even born. And recently I was on Facebook in the memory section, and we had been to a concert. We've, we've gone every every tour that he has but we were at a concert and we were up in the front row 
and someone was taking a picture that knew us from the other side and you see the like these big smiles on everyone's faces and everyone's like focused on the song and or there's like a hand motion that they do and it was it just made me really really happy because I love being in those environments even though I don't do well with crowds anxiety goes up but when I'm with my mom and my dad I'm okay and my brother because my brother's six foot three so he can kind of protect me a little bit um and what else brings me joy I like country music that's my music thing that I like and I like when other people smile because I can make them feel better whether it be work or something else and I like that I'm in this group this group brings me joy I just saw Andre's kids I think it's his kids and they are really really cute and I just got some very exciting news today um, that I can't put out there yet because the person that told me asked to keep it quiet but that brought me a lot of joy as well so I know it's very vague but anyway that's what I got uh, thanks for letting me share and good cryptic news cryptic news yeah exactly I j- you mentioned your dog and so I just wanted this is the dog my dog and I had to pick him up today <gasps> uh, we, we had his leg removed oh so, my god uh, just for just for our own kicks it was a joy thing uh, no, he his long ago he was shot before we got him. He was a rescue, and so his leg was always he couldn't bend it or he couldn't unbend it. It was constantly bent because it healed wrong. So uh, uh, we actually had to get the leg removed, and we got him back today. And he's, oh. that's what he looks like right now. Oh my gosh, this is a picture of my pop up with his mask on over his entire eyes. Right? See, everyone's laughing. This brought me joy and everyone else joy. There we go. That's what we're here for tonight. Yeah, he's giving me ninety in three days, so it's pretty cool. but thank you yes dogs i love my dog uh if anyone else wants brian z go for it i felt i was smiling too much so that might be coming thank you danielle brian z compulsive gambler last bet may 26th of 2020 so i had to think on this for a little bit when i got the topic of joy and the reason being is that um when i was gambling, I couldn't find joy in anything that wasn't gambling. So now that I'm not gambling, what do I find joy in? Um, So I find joy in going to the gym and having a great workout. I go to Orange Theory Fitness, love it. It's an hour long workout, kicks my butt. And if I have a great one, it's amazing. But I get excited going there. So I'm filled with joy going there. Not so much for the 55 minutes until the last five of cooldown, And then about 10 minutes later, I'm filled with joy again. So that's wonderful. Um, I still find joy in watching sports, which as a Philadelphia sports fan, you would think is difficult because uh, there's not a whole lot of joy to be found. But uh, I mean, we can always go watch and watch the Super Bowl from 2018, you know. So uh that that's always good. Uh, Nick Foles all the way. So uh, absolutely, um, that still gets me there. And just uh, following uh, following teams absolutely does. Um, moments with family that are positive absolutely do. You know the anticipation for me. A lot of it with gambling was always the anticipation. So I was excited to go do something. So then I got excited. I was excited on the way there. I did it, and then it was kind of a downer on the way home. I kind of have the same thing. So I'm really excited to go do something. 
I enjoy the moment on the way home. I'm kind of can be a little bummed out when it's over sometime. That being said, I'm joyful at the end of the workday. So when I get to my eight hours, I'm super joyful to get home and see our dog Ziggy. He's four years old. He's an all black Cocker Spaniel, cute as can be. He used to be a super, super energetic puppy. He's not a puppy-ish anymore. So now he doesn't greet me at the door. He just sleeps in the king size bed until I come upstairs and then he wants to play. Um, but not until I go up into the room. Um, and I definitely um, get joyful in seeing people um, improve themselves and come a long way. So from work, I get joyful when someone that I've worked with gets promoted because to me, it's like, hey, wow, it's wonderful that that person is able to work their way up in, in the company. And they, I might have hired them, but they're doing a wonderful job. And that's great for them to see them be successful and then grow. It's, it's an outstanding thing. Um, same thing with this program. I, I definitely get joyful when I see people growing in this program. And that's, that's a good thing. Um, as far as growing at work, and my wife um, worked with me when she was an associate. And every time she gets promoted, I'm filled with joy because I know how she started and to see where she's grown to. Um, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So I am grateful that I can take part in the little things now because before the little things were all a blur. I couldn't see them and I really couldn't um, do much about them. So I'm excited for this weekend because on Saturday, me and my two sisters are going to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. I'm what, 33 years old, so we've probably gone every year since I was five years old. And this year is no exception. It's just social distancing style, but it'll still be fun. We're really, really looking forward to it. I mean, they made it through the plague back in the Renaissance times. So we're confident if we use our masks and keep our distance, we'll be all right. It's all outside. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And um, it's going to be a great weekend. So with that being said. I love a good Renaissance festival and I'm impressed that they're doing it. I would have just thought all that was. They are, Brian. And Plus you the, get that big the, turkey leg. Yes, turkey legs, some fine craft beverages. And they are, they are, uh, they have like all the performers because everyone's canceled. So they're like, no, we're going to open at 25% capacity, make your reservations. And yeah, and uh, it's, it's out of Lancaster in Pennsylvania and it's going to be a great time. Um, so there's my recommendation. Put your reservation in if you need an outdoor event socially distanced to go to. Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, Lancaster. I'm going to send it on down to Matt down there because I was talking Philly sports and I see a national. Ryan, I've got to ask quickly, mate. What oh. is a Renaissance Festival? I haven't, ah. haven't heard of it before. <laughs> great, great question. So it is a fair that goes back to uh, medieval times. And so everybody dresses in character. There's food uh, and beverage uh, from the time. There's shows, a lot of people doing tricks, you know, uh, juggling, fire eating, fire juggling, stilt walking. And then there's, there's hmm. music, but it's all music that's performed from instruments of the time. And then this one really does it right. There's no human chess match this year because I don't think you can play human chess in combat in a safe distance, but there is still a joust at the end of it. So it's like walking into medieval times, except it's kind of interesting because it's a mix of like Harry Potter and at the same point, like Game of Thrones. And then 
just one guy will randomly show up in like a banana costume and you're like, dude, what's that? He's like, I thought we were doing costumes. So it's just a Yeah, right. Okay. And and the glass blowing, I have to say, is always amazing. Absolutely. Shane looking like Ari, that doesn't look like something I'll go to. Ah, it's on the to-do list. (laughs) All right, on that note, hey guys, I'm Matt, uh, Compulsive Gambler. Data Last Bet was May 4th of 2020. And what brings me joy? This will be a short one, nothing. Um, no, I, uh, when I first started reading it, that was what, what popped into my mind. And I'm, I don't like to think of myself as a cynical asshole, but a lot of times I can be. Um, but it's, it, it's not that. I kind of embrace that self. So if there was some sort of joy, maybe that is, is part of what I like doing. But I really don't. I don't want to get too far up, too far down. Maybe what I'm, you know, I tend to think of joy in terms of elation and wow, I'm really excited. And I don't do well seeking that out. Um, you know, I, I kind of get a little compulsive and, uh, you know, developed a gambling problem and a drinking problem. And um, so maybe my, what I should seek in my life is, is more akin to contentment as opposed to joy. Um, and I liked what, what Brian Z said last week about sort of building up a, a, a bank. And I think I need to do that with, with contentment. Um, so a lot of what I've been working on in recovery is sort of mindfulness and meditation. And there was a really good quote I heard that a lot of times we're seeking to be happy in the future. And really that's sort of bullshit because we can only ever really be happy in the moment we're in. And that hit me like a like a Mack truck, because I think my entire life, it's, it's sort of like, when am I going to be happy? When am I going to get all this stuff? And I've completely had to change that perspective. And it sounds very cliched, but it's absolutely right. If, if you're not happy in the moment you're living now, well, too bad, because, it, you know, you think you're going to get somewhere. And even if you get everything you want that you think is going to make you happy down the road, well, you'll probably want something else at that point. So I've been trying to shift my mindset. Um, again, in terms of pure joy, there are people that love art. They want to go see the Mona Lisa and that's their thing. I've, I've, um, been to Italy and seen the David it was sort of like, all right, check that off the list. That was cool. What, where am I going to go have lunch? Um, some people like architecture. They want to go see the Taj Mahal or the Hagia Sophia. They, that's what gets that for me. No, I, I don't, I, I have trouble with the bucket list idea. Because, again, it's not going to, it won't bring me that elation, I think. So I really think focusing on contentment and enjoying the time with my family and building up that bank of these small things. And I couldn't help but think of a a quote from one of John Krakauer's books, um, Into Thin Air, when he's talking about sort of giving up mountain climbing because he'd met his wife. And he knew he had to sort of do something more stable. And he sort of, he's talking, he's, he's talking about this at the beginning of the book into sort of why he would, he would go and write about Everest and climb Mount Everest. And he said, you know, he, he felt a big void when he had given up climbing, but what he found had found was a small series of satisfactions that led up to something like happiness. And I think I need to look at that as a way to contentment as opposed to, to truly finding joy. That's what's working for me right now. Um, 
I like what you said. And I, and again, you're, you're four months removed, right? I'm, I would never expect that we'd be in the same place and have the same thoughts. And I'd been where you've been and the same thing of like, well, I don't, I used up everything that made me happy. What am I looking for here? And so my thought on this was just these, these things are creeping back in my life that I get a little joy out of. And it, it feels good to me to have that again. Cause I was in that position you're in where it was just like, boy, nothing really, I don't know what I'm looking for here. Um, but I just want to show you this, Matt, because you use the magic word content. I've had this guy since I was 18 and he's been named Mr. Content since that time because he just looks so damn content. And that's what I always shot for. I was like, I just want to be this guy. He's got his hands in his pockets. He looks pretty content. And he's been sitting over there forever. And I know that was kind of weird to just pull out like that, but uh, that's what that reminded me <laughs> of when you said that. But I think you raised great points. And again, you don't want to get to that point where you're looking for too much of it because that got you into trouble. Yeah. That, that was a way more uh, succinct way of putting it than, than my rambling, but. No, I mean, I like the way you put it because you could hear it in you, the frustration of that. And so I, I, I get it. Matt, I think there's a lot to be said for living in the moment because when you don't live in the moment, all you kind of set yourself up for is disappointment when you come down from, from that high. And one of the sh things that I've struggled with is, you know, never really being able to live in the moment. I'm there more than I have been, but when you don't live in the moment, to me, time just goes too fast. And to me, that's a little bit scary. So thank you for that point. Yeah. Thanks guys. I'll uh, pass it to Shane. All right. Thank you, Matt. Um, Shane Compulsive Gambler last bet in August 2019. Uh, yeah, Matt, you pretty much stole every word out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> um, have very similar thoughts on the topic. I looked at it for a long time and I thought, ah, you know, where does joy begin and, and what is it to me? Um, I, I spent, you know, so many years gambling that um my emotions are all stuffed up and and still messed up i feel you know in the sense that it's really hard to know you know sometimes i sit there and i think well what should i feel you know and that's sort of crazy but i think it takes time for those sort of feelings to come back and and again you know very similar to you matt like i i try and stay in the middle or i very much am in the middle so i'm often accused of um, you know, being a bit emotionless and, and stoic as such, but that's just how I am. So I don't, I don't get to the lows, but it also means that I don't always get to the highs that, you know, a lot of people experience. And I'm probably there with what I think about when I look at the word joy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, things like I love listening to podcasts. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's for me, something I've rediscovered. Uh, I love playing golf really badly. So um, obviously without gambling, I've had more time to do that uh, over the last year and get absolutely no but no better at it. Uh, despite buying DJ's putter a few weeks ago, I'm still absolute garbage at putting, uh, but that's another story. Uh, but look, I think, I think overall it's those little things that I take the most you know, joy out of, uh, and those things, you know, things such as conversations with friends and spending time with friends when, you know, I'd spent at least 10 years, um, to the point that Brian just made not being present and didn't enjoy a single conversation. Cause I wasn't in a single conversation. I was, I was a passenger. I was an observer. I wasn't in the moment and enjoying, you know, company as such. So 
I think rediscovering is is the phase I'm at, but I, I definitely am find, starting to find joy in in those simple simple pleasures and things like that. So um, yeah, pretty pretty brief share for me. Um, if anyone wants to um, have a go at me for my uh, golf putter purchase, um, feel free to. But um, if not, I will pass it on to uh, Andre. Andre B, compulsive gambler, uh, last bet nine nine twenty. Brad F, you'll have to find out why it's only one week. Uh, you have to listen to the podcast last week. Uh, I had to look up. First of all, I love the topic uh, when it makes you uh, makes me think a little bit. So I had to actually look up the difference between happiness versus joy. And it says uh, happiness is an emotion in which we experience feelings ranging from contentment and satisfaction. To bliss and intense pleasure, whereas joy is a stronger, less common feeling than happiness. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, pretty much, I was trying to figure out, uh, like, yeah, how strong is uh, what uh, joy really means. So, um, I've had yeah, happiness. Uh, well, actually, this literally this past week, I've been uh, joyful because this is the first time, honestly, since I've been on the podcast uh, that I literally. Uh, have yeah went a week without gambling and actually been had a mindset that I'm done uh, gambling. Uh, before it was I was done gambling. I knew I should be done, but I knew that uh, Vegas trip was coming up. I knew I in my head wanted to go. I knew I still yeah wanted to yeah gamble and things like that. But I knew, uh, but this is actually yeah a joyful feeling that. Yeah, I feel that I'm uh, yeah going in the right direction, uh, and yeah, I've, I have happiness when I'm uh, working out. Uh, I have happiness uh, yeah, in the well, work I'm doing now because I'm able to uh, help people and give them opportunity to uh, make money. Uh, I think uh, Brian uh, uh, Hatcher talked about it last week about uh, I don't even know if he said it, but uh, we had the similar. Uh, thing that we love doing uh, that he stopped doing that uh, hopefully he gets back to doing because I, I know that gives me joy so that's my next uh, thing which is uh, yeah, stand-up comedy and just uh, encouraging people uh, that I knew how happy it made me uh, a couple of years ago when I was doing it um, that uh, but unfortunately gambling got in the way and uh, my wife even stopped trusting me when I said I was going to comedy clubs because of course comedy clubs mostly are at night and I would find myself going by a casino after I left uh, the comedy club. So uh, just earning that trust back uh, from her. But uh, yeah, I know that brought me joy, just making people laugh and encouraging people. But uh, honestly, this podcast uh, definitely brings me joy. Uh, just a quick tidbit, uh, my gambling career, I was a table games gambler. And uh, towards the end of it, I started uh, doing a little sports betting. And uh, last night, I don't know if you guys uh, kept keeping up with NBA basketball, but I just knew the Nuggets were going to beat the Clippers last night. And the money line was just stupid. And just in my head, I was like, ooh, I know I can win this bet, but it just felt great. Honestly, last night, just sitting there, just watching the game and not having no stake in the game. And even though the Clippers won, I mean, the Nuggets won, I was like, man, I could have yeah, doubled my money plus some, but – I also could have lost uh, some money too. So just that feeling of, uh, yeah, just not having a stake in the game. And 
Uh, yeah, I even have to change my barber now. He was one of the buddies who I used to gamble with. I reached out like, hey, can I come and get a haircut? And he was like, I'm at the uh, casino. Won't you uh, slide up here? And then I'll cut you when I leave. And I just was like, no, you uh, go win their money. I'll talk to you later. And just in my head, I was like, all right, that, I got to yeah, find another barber because I don't even want to uh, know if he won or lost because you know how that goes. If he wins in your head, you think, well, I need to go and win some money too. So uh, just kind of change the thing just uh, yeah, day by day. Um, yeah, excited about the uh, counseling session coming up. Um, but yeah, just uh, yeah, honestly, like I said, this podcast and seeing you guys every week uh, encourages me and gives me uh, brings me joy uh, and happiness. But uh, yeah, great topic. Uh, did I answer anything? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, even if I didn't answer um, any questions, otherwise, it's on you, Brenda. Oh, appreciate. And Andre, I just want to agree with the feeling you say about watching sports. Like, I did think after that game, man, someone someone did clean up on the Denver Nuggets. I also thought that person's probably going to give that all right back because that's exactly what I would have done. And, man, is it enjoyable to just watch sports for sports and not have a vested interest in whatever stupid opinion that I had. So, yeah. good job, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> so you, brother. Thanks, Andre. Uh, first and foremost, Matt, thank you for taking the meeting chair tomorrow night for me. I think it was you, Matt. I don't know if we have multiple mats. There we go. I appreciate you having my back. I will pay it forward. I promise. Uh, Brad F., compulsive gambler. Last bet was early February this year, 2020. Um, oh, joy. So much good stuff to talk about. I think I think uh, I think everybody said at least one thing that brought them joy that also brings me joy. Uh, uh, but if I had to go through my list, um, there's a lot of small things. Uh, Matt, I agree with. Um, so I'm going to leave the small things off, but maybe I'll get to those later. I wasn't sure if I was going to go big things first or small things first. Big things first. I agree with the living in the moment, but I also agree with. Uh, like for me, I get joy out of long-term growth or long-term accomplishments, but you have to focus yourself in the moment that you're in the process, right? And you have to actually like say like, I'm, I'm in the process. So, uh, and it can be uh, a myriad of things, and, and it, but it brings me joy today when I stop in the moment and go, oh, that work I just got assigned was to teach me how to do something I don't know how to do today. And in three years from now, that's gonna be really valuable. But it just feels like a lot of shit right now, right? Like it's a lot of work. Um, and so when I'm able to in the moment say that this is just the part of the process of the work you have to put in to reap the reward, uh, that is kind of living in the moment, right? You're, you're living in the moment, even though you know that the reward is, uh, is going to be joyful when it comes, but you're also joyful about living in the moment. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but um, Brian, I can definitely relate to what you said about uh, seeing growth in other people and something that I've already grown in. Um, I, I kind of just classify that as people having breakthroughs so me, myself, having a breakthrough brings me joy uh, for some strange and odd reason. Uh, seeing somebody else have a breakthrough 
brings me joy. So to Danielle's comment about uh, Andre, your headspace tonight, uh, that brings me joy. Um, do uh, Matt could definitely relate to um, being careful of chasing the joy, right? Because it it can it's addictive and can become habitual. Uh, that's probably what got me there. If you'd asked me this question 12 years ago, I'd be like, you know what? I played blackjack the other day for a few hours and I felt like I got a lot of joy out of that. So I'm going to run back and do that again. Um, so, you know, uh, I have to be careful and mindful of it. Um, so there's some of the bigger things that I think bring me joy today. Oh, Brian, the music thing. It's like when the right song hits in the right moment is is what is when I get joy out of it. Right. Um, and I don't care if, you know, I got my headphones on working out and something comes on that I haven't heard in a while. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is my jam. Or if I'm, you know, in the car and I'm in a mood and the song hits me that just applies to the mood. Uh, I could get a little joy out of that. Um, Shane, I, I, uh, I do get better at golf. I do get better at golf. That's one thing I will say is I have consistently gotten better. Um, and I will say that <laughs> the art of competition and figuring out a way to win has always brought me joy. Uh, not always being the best at something, but figuring out a way how to win in that situation is that process it brings me joy every time when I win. Uh, and some people probably say I'm a dick because I will beat the shit out of my nieces and nephews at chess given the opportunity and I'm not taking it easy on them and letting them win. Um, they need to learn how to figure out how to beat me. So, uh, and they'll get some joy whenever that happens. Um, yeah, I just, so uh, yeah, man, Saturday morning, uh, 7 a.m. tea time. It's funny, I set my alarm for usually between 5.45 and 6.15 every morning on a weekday and I have to go to work. I don't have to set an alarm on the weekend if I got an early tea time, man. I'm, I'm wide awake at five, raring and ready to go. Uh, I don't know what it is about it. I think it's the competition. And it's, it's the competition against myself because when you're golfing, that's who you're really golfing against is your head. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that's, uh, that's my boring uh, take on joy that uh, I can relate with. Um, you sparked something yeah. when you said the music thing, Brad, which was if yeah, I hear yeah. a song that then takes me back to my youth, like if it's a 90s alternative song or something, I immediately smile because it takes me right back to that spot where I was and it was before all the bullshit about gambling when I became an adult. And it's just nice. And I think about the friends back then and just having a nice time and not worrying about stuff. And so I like what you said about that because that popped in there too. Yeah, yeah. If uh, anything from Pearl Jam 10 comes on, I'm thinking about my sixth grade class trip to Niagara Falls before I even knew they had casinos there, right? Like that was a fun trip. I think my girlfriend broke up with me when we were there and she was like really pretty for a 12 year old girl. Um, uh, I was 12 years old also. So I think that I don't, that's not as weird as it sounded. Uh, but it was a fun trip, though. It was a fun trip. I, I remember it vividly. Made of the Mist. And anything from Pearl Jam 10 will trigger that memory. Um, all right. That's all I had today. Thanks for having me. And uh, I don't think uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey has spoken. <laughs> well, Pearl Jam 10, 10 reference.
Yeah, because we're, we're, uh, we're only 45 minutes in. If I, if I had spoken, we'd be an hour and 15 minutes in. Uh, thanks, Brad. Jeff. And despite uh, the fact that we're only 45 minutes, it doesn't mean you get more time. No, I recognize that. You're the boss. Uh, my name is Jeff, a compulsive gambler. See, that brings me joy. Um, good stuff. Um, the first thing I, I thought of, not when I read the topic, because I read the topic, and to be frank with you, it just like, I don't focus on it until like at the meeting, which is really bad because that's just me. That's my procrastination uh, character flaw. But anyway, um, but when I was thinking about joy, and I had to look this up because I didn't remember the exact name of it. I remembered very early on in my recovery, somebody had recommended that I watch a video um, on somebody telling their story, actually a woman telling her story uh, of compulsive gambling, very powerful. And the name of it is Understanding Joy, The Devastation of a Gambling Addiction. I would recommend anybody that can can take a look at it. It's about an hour. Um, and um, there's a play on words because the woman's name is Joy, but it is just, it's really powerful. I mean, it just shows her story, which is was, was quite compelling. Um, Andre, you really um, reminded me about once looking up the difference between joy and happiness, because I think we had it. I know I was at a meeting where we had that topic. And um, I really had never thought about any difference between the two words before I looked it up. And my recollection is that, you know, happiness is fleeting and based upon like an external something like I was always happy driving to the casino, um, you know, feeling that, that fleeting emotion of being happy but that joy was more internal and has greater depth. And so I was thinking about that. And I think the example that I would like to share in terms of joy, especially when you contrast it with happiness is when I was um, a practicing uh, attorney, I, I used to always lease a very, very obnoxiously expensive car every two years. And every two years when I'd pick out that car and I'd get in it, I felt happy. It didn't matter, well, it didn't matter, but my happiness still, you know, had still come out even though I did not deserve to drive a car like that. I was in debt up to my eyeballs. And um, that was just a way for me to Another way for me to sort of present myself as somebody that was successful, and it went along with all of the other images that I tried to portray, um, but were completely false. But I did feel happy when I got into that car and I, uh, and I drove it. And then when um, the proverbial shit hit the fan and I got caught, lost my job, had to give back the car, um, and was um, basically um, not not a stay-at-home dad like you are, Brian, but just a stay-at-home nothing. Um, and uh, I didn't have a car for like six, seven months. And after that, my 
my my wife and my son decided that it was time for me to have some method of transportation because I think they were tired of driving me to meetings. So they got me a a 10-year-old Volkswagen station wagon with 110,000 miles. And I got into that car and I felt joy. It wasn't happiness, it was joy because it really made me appreciate that I had that independence, that I had something now I can drive and I didn't give it a damn what it looked like or what people thought when they saw me driving it because that was not my focus anymore. My focus was just me. Uh, So, uh, you know, joy now is, you know, that being like too corny and everybody was corny except for you, Brian, you weren't pretty, you weren't corny at all. Brian H your joy was more of like the music, which is, which is good. But when people, other people talked about, you know, the simple things in life that make give them joy. And, um, and I, I definitely subscribe to that, but without getting too detailed about it, I would say just the joy again, for me is very internal and not based upon material things. And also the fact that I can be myself after being this, you know, playing a role really for 30 years of gambling, playing a role that I needed to play in order to hide my gambling. And um, as painful, you know, as it was to finally show my true colors um, in a way, it was definitely lifting a huge burden and being myself and uh you know thinking about it it, that's joy i mean joy is just being me not not having to worry about remembering the lie i last uh, made so this next lie i'm consistent with it and that stress of you know everything else that goes along with it so um yeah so that is my uh my for me abbreviated version of joy great topic and uh that's it i guess i'll turn it back over to you ryan thanks everybody uh it's always nice to see where everyone takes the topic and uh it's always going to go someplace different so it's cool uh thanks to brad and to jeff and to brian shane andre danielle matt and brian thanks for listening